Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor Recap Podcast, hosted by male and a racial best friend duo, AB. What did you think of the Fantasy Suites episode, the first apparently 85% of the episode? I enjoyed it, Rim. I also think, I don't want to mm. jinx us, Rim. I think we might be able to get done with this episode without going over, okay? I was going to say that. I okay. was gonna, I didn't want to say it, but I was thinking it. Yeah, two normal dates, and then some juice at the end, a little juice. Little juice? A big juice. We'll see. I don't want to jinx another thing, but we, we both seem to have good connections right now, and it's <laughs> it's going well. I just want to say, logistically, this podcast smooth. is off to a good start already. Just want to say that. Um, okay. Let's just get right into it then. Last week's rose ceremony, TBC, to be continued. That's all BTS for the people behind the scenes. Madison. <laughs> you just used too many acronyms that Madison, were unnecessary there. Just let people peek behind the curtain, people outside the biz. Madison pulls Peter aside immediately after the rose ceremony toast. Okay. Reminder, Madison is saving herself for marriage. Peter doesn't know that yet. Mm-hmm. So I went into this conversation thinking that would be part of the discussion. She's sure. obviously concerned with what might happen going into Fantasy Suites Week, and she's concerned what his response might be. What did you make of this conversation? It didn't go how I thought it would, Rim. We didn't get as much clarity in particular as I Good thought use of we'd that get. Word, yeah. Great use of the word. Madison pulls him aside and tells him, Next, basically next week, if you sleep with someone, it'll be hard for me to move forward with this process. Unclear on a few different ways, Rim. How hard is it going to be for you? Does this mean it'll be yeah, impossible? Like, impossible, or just something will have <laughs> Might to be a rough patch? <laughs> yeah, just a little rough patch. It's unclear what exactly she means. And with Peter in particular. You got to be extremely clear with him because if if you give him any wiggle room, he's going to wiggle out of there. He's going to (laughs) sneak out of there. He's going to worm his way out. He even says, so let me get this straight. And then he just repeats what she said. (laughs) So just to get this straight, it would be hard for you if I did A or B. She's like, oh, yeah, basically. Peter does say it's not really fair to the other relationships, which is a decent 
point. I think Peter had no idea this conversation was coming, obviously. So he did not have a cachet of good responses. Nope. By the same token, Maddie was having a very difficult time finding the words as well, and she knew the conversation was coming all season. Agreed. She wasn't more prepared, is my opinion. I don't... She was trying to tiptoe around it a little bit because she knew... She doesn't want to come off as the person that is giving him this ultimatum you know that no sex on on a uh, fantasy suites she didn't want to be that person but she also wanted that to be the outcome so she was trying to uh, do some sort ways. of yeah she was trying to have it both ways where she didn't come off as the person that uh told him this but also make her point known that she won't that he shouldn't be having sex on on the fantasy suites it was just she was trying to get around it. He didn't know exactly what was going on. Very awkward conversation. At one point, she said this is not an ultimatum. And there was a lot of disagreement on the little that I saw on social media. I would like someone to explain to me how this is not I w- an ultimatum. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I if am- you do this, then my reaction will be to end this relationship. It seems clear as day to me. I know it was an ultimatum. She's she goes. It's not an ultimatum, but I'm going to explain to you what an ultimatum is. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. I mean, there's almost nothing. I don't think there's really. It's cut and dry. It's it's cut and dry. She even says later it's black and white. <laughs> so it's, it could not get any more ultimatum me than that. I have no problem. No, and with what, that me ultimatum. and Rim are not saying that we're uh, anything wrong with an ultimatum. But Just when we see an is. ultimatum, we see an we, we know one. Again, I'm open to a different explanation. I racked my brain trying to figure out how this could be anything other than an ultimatum. To me, it was a final demand or statement of terms, the rejection of which will result in retaliation of a breakdown in relations. That was just my perception. I do the bit where I read the definition of a word. <laughs> <The> definition. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, a, yeah. It worked better the was first Was that actually time. the definition? Yes, I looked it that up. That was exactly what has happened on this conversation. It seems to me. What you just it seems said to was me. exactly what happened. This is a statement of terms, <laughs> the rejection of which, okay, will result in a breakdown in relations. <laughs> Quite if, literally, it's an ultimatum. If you have sex on the fantasy suites with these other women, I don't think... Our relationship can continue. That is the conversation we're having here. That's fine. Just That's don't it. pretend like <laughs> yeah. it's not. Just don't pretend. Anyway, Peter kind of comforts her. He, I think deep down he knows what the expectations are, but like you said, beautifully, he's got some wiggle room. He's got, I think he has some wiggle room. He has a little wiggle room in his head. The way he was talking to the camera after the fact let me know that he knew what she meant. Yeah. Okay. Peter <laughs> wasn't. Peter knew if he if he went in there and did what he was planning to do in the fantasy suites, there would be big trouble for him in this relationship. I don't think that was any mix up there. Left unsaid by Madison is that she is saving herself for marriage. Did you expect that to be part of the discussion? Do you think it should have been, given the situation they're in? I think. It's 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 a it's a tough situation. You got the other two girls sitting out in the cold. Uh, they don't have a lot of time to talk. But yes, I did expect them to bring that up. I think it would have shed more light into why she was making this ultimatum to him. Why yeah. that means something. 
I think it would have given Peter a little more information to make the decision on if he wanted to, you know, if he wanted to have sex with the other two girls and and risk that with Madison. It would benefit them both, I think, if that bit of information was on the shared. Table. Everything's on the table. He better understands where she's coming from, what kind of value she places on that. And she... I don't know. I just feel like that might have been part of her due diligence if that aspect of her life factors in at all to this expectation. I think that context might sure. have helped both of them so they both know what page they're on. I do think they didn't have much time and both of them sure. were really struggling with saying what exactly they want. Neither of them were being completely upfront especially Madison, because Peter didn't know what exactly was going on. At one point, what left me knowing Peter had some wiggle room? Peter asked her specifically, um, what about mouth her, stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can keep that in. <laughs> Good God. I don't know if I can keep that in. I'll bleep it. It's I'd too say you have to keep that in. It's, it's funny. Peter, I got my notes here. I, Peter said, Peter asked her flat out, would you not be able to keep this going if I slept with someone else? That's a yes or no question. And she didn't give him a yes or no. She could have. She could have. She knows what the she answer the is. Answer. And it's yes. I think it's no. So I forgot the question. Right there is where I thought he was left a little wiggle room with this relationship. Yeah. All right. Wow. Heavy stuff to start the yeah. seg the start the episode. Let's go to Gold Coast, Australia. Listen, flames location. Wow. I can't tell you how many times I've Google Maps Gold Coast, Australia. I go so far as to say we got to get there. One of the be most beautiful places <laughs> on earth. This is one of the best locations I've ever seen them in. It has everything. Yeah. Wow. You got the wild stuff. You got the city stuff. They you were got at the a beach. They were at a rainforest at one point, and then they were at a beautiful metropolis with huge skyscrapers on a beach. I Australia never seen like is that in my life. bananas. <laughs> Australia's is a bananas place. Are you kidding me? They have everything. Madison arrives at her hotel suite. They they gave her I, little tiny stuff. Pay attention when she walked in. No music, and like the door was like, kunk, 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 and it's like, oh, they're making Madison seem like they're giving her a bad edit here, not yeah. having it, yep. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she shows up, poses by the window, contemplates her situation. Then Hannah Ann shows up. Uh oh. Then Victoria shows up. Folks, they're all staying in the same suite. What'd you think of this overt producer trick added to the list? I can't believe they haven't done this in the past. Oh, can you believe they, kind of a... they were previously doing this? This is the first time we've seen this. Crazy. I, cu I couldn't believe it. I didn't like it. I hate it. It makes me feel gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, I, I will say that I'm surprised it has not been done before. Yes. I, hate, I hated this. It Putting these three through this, despicable of the producers. They're all going to realistically be getting intimate with Peter and then they have to go back the next day and spend the day with the other person that got and intimate with them. It, basically. And, yeah, yeah, and talk about it. And everyone, no one really wants to talk about it, but it's it's in the it's in the air. Everyone knows no what's going on. Yeah. I think it's funny that they all took the same plane there, yeah. arrived at the hotel, 
at the same time, and then we're only allowed to enter the suites in staggered, <laughs> staggered fashion. <yeah. laughs> like, hey, okay, everybody, time to go to your rooms, the producers say. And then it's like, your room is this one, and then we'll tell you guys. Well, let's this, give you your keys in a couple minutes here. <laughs> you the stay logistics down here. Of, of this <laughs> trick are funny to think about. Yep. Anyway, Peter arrives giddily. Classic fails to read the room situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is kind of awkward, isn't it? <laughs> He's just really implying things that didn't need to be implied it's not you're not breaking the ice here peter you're probably making it worse (laughs) and the first date is with hannah and anything else on the hotel situation or you going to the date Uh, i thought it was funny when maddie asked them how their hometowns went victoria said good i don't know why she said that their (laughs) hometowns hometowns, without question did not go good for victoria but anyways People forget that Peter didn't he meet Victoria's family, family because they fought. They had a blowout in the street. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like ancient history, but that happened. How'd your hometowns go? It was, well, it was yeah, good. pretty good. <laughs> it was good. Couldn't have I mean, gone it, worse. It was a disaster. Peter's yes. ex-girlfriend told him some secrets about you with a blurry <laughs> face, and then you fought, and he didn't meet your family. It could not have gone. It was the worst hometown of all time. <laughs> I don't think she cares, though. Hannah and date, daytime, jet skiing, fun stuff. They're talking after him. Peter says it feels right with them after he met her family. He can see them together at the end of this. Do you, did you buy? I've never really considered that Peter would mean something like that. What did you think? I've been slow and so have you to buy into Hannah Ann being a legitimate contender in fact, as this episode started, I had written down, I can't wait to see Hannah Ann in Paradise. I think she's going to be good there. And I think she's oh, yeah. oh, great. Yeah. She could go one of both. She could be a. I feel like people don't have a good sense of who she is yet. And she could either become a, a favorite or a villain. And Almost we're going to Kaylin's situation when you're talking way. about Paradise prospects. Yeah. But I, I know she's going to be a big time star in Paradise. That's what I wrote. Yeah. But I'm starting to think there is a shot for her here. He keeps saying stuff. I don't believe him necessarily, believe but he either. keeps saying yeah. stuff. He, he says at one point he said he was 100% falling in love with her. Again, with the percentages, he's saying stuff that makes me question what I believe is their relationship. You know, we, we say as a bachelor, especially as you get down the wire... You have to silo the relationships. That's kind of the only way to go about this because it's such an abnormal way to find yeah. a spouse. You have to silo the relationships. He's doing that to the extreme by saying things he shouldn't say, by convincing himself he has a cha- you know, he he could end up with any of them when I don't think he actually thinks that. He's just like, he's with Hannah and he's like, oh, this is going great. Yeah, I could marry you without even, and then he kind of later is like, oh, yeah. You know, the other two I like even more. I like her the more. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. One thing that Hannah Ann kind of implied, I thought anyway, was she says, no matter what happens this week, I'm here for you, ready to sacrifice. I get the situation you're in. That to me was like- It was the opposite of Maddie. Yeah. It was like, it's fine if you sleep with the others, yep. was what she was implying there. Yep. Okay. I agree. I not know if I- Nope, I agree. I didn't know if my mind was in the gutter. Then Peter just says uh, he's falling in love with her. So, you know, that makes Peter <laughs> extremely happy. Yeah, he, he was he was like, it takes a load off my back. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Thank you. Phew. 
Can't wait. Talk to you later. <laughs> Talk to you at Fantasy Suites. <laughs> yeah. Back at the hotel suite. Victoria asks Madison what they talked about after the rose ceremony. Madison gives zero details. Mm-hmm. It struck me as a real post-game athlete interview. Complete generalities. Nothing. It was a nothing answer from Madison. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm not giving you the answer, Victoria. My number one competition? No, thank none you. None of your business. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely none of your business. Victoria acknowledges that it was. it's a bizarre situation you're in, but... A little, little spin zone, maybe a little pivot zone, not a full spin. It's crazy to basically allow your boyfriend to sleep with other people the week before he proposes. That's crazy. But her reasoning is that, hey, from his end, he's looking for someone to, you know, wake up next to the, every day the rest of his life. So if you're allowing him, you signed up to allow him to make this decision. That's it is what it is. And I kind of. I almost lean towards what Victoria says because I don't think you can look at the bachelor relationships and bachelorette relationships under a normal no lens. It's not the same thing. Like everything is different about these relationships. So I don't know if we should look at them. Like obviously he he's going to be kissing them too days before the engagement, kissing each of them. Yeah, and that's the not something you do with you. <laughs> Someone you're getting engaged with, you're gonna hopefully they're not kissing someone a day before. So I mean, none of it is, none of it. You can you can't look at any of it like you would a normal relationship. Can't be done. Well, we do and acknowledge how yeah, you have to acknowledge how crazy it is. But then at the end of the day, it is the show. It's the show. All its flaws. It is what it is, as the saying goes. (laughs) Anyway, Hannah and Date. We'll talk more about that later. Obviously. Hannah and date, nighttime. Peter kicks things off by saying, your dad told me not to tell you, but I did anyway, because I completely misunderstood his implication. <laughs> so FYI, just to reiterate, I do love you, even though your dad explicitly asked me not to say that. What did you uh, make of this conversation prior to the fantasy suite, if there even was anything of substance? There wasn't much here. Uh, we didn't get any real conversations that you'd usually anticipate any sort of uh do you have any questions for her peter or anything you want to know anything from you Matt, or hannah ann that you want to know we didn't get any of that type of stuff it seemed to be just a reiteration of their daytime where hannah ann was like don't yeah. worry about anything she here. said she doesn't need details i think she said something like that i don't <laughs> need details about what happens basically <laughs> don't kiss and tell i don't want to know which is fine you know we what you just said reminded me of we killed Nick Vile for not talking about real life post show stuff with his people. Yeah. Particularly Vanessa from Montreal, who basically refused to move from Montreal. We thought, okay, why aren't they talking about this? Peter doesn't even ask, or excuse me, Nick doesn't even ask him where they're going to live after. And kind of here we are. Same and I situation. I haven't even thought about ripping Peter for that. I haven't even thought about it. So. I think our just I think the bar just gets lower every year. The bar's year, lower. Perhaps. I think we like Peter a little bit more. We don't like Peter as the bachelor, but we like Peter no, the person yeah, probably a lot more. So we've yeah. But yeah, I mean, the relationships and where they're at right now in terms of we haven't gotten anything. Where are they going to live? What's going to what what's going on with any of yeah. these relationships? 
you almost can't really talk about careers because they have to wait till it airs to see how many Instagram followers they have. <laughs> For example, like Maddie's set, you know, yeah. Victoria, not so much for other reasons. Anyway, <laughs> Peter pulls out the fantasy suite date card, which includes a prop key from the Indian in the cupboard movie. That's good. Don't think you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's good. I <laughs> uh, couldn't make that movie now, just for the record. Yep. Uh, Hannah Ann accepts. She's in love with him. She's all in. She's a future with him. What'd you make of the fantasy suite? I'm going to judge you for your answer here. Uh,. It was steamy, Rim. They showed like the silhouette on the, the glass. You could you couldn't see what was going on. They I'm had... talking about the actual room. Oh, <laughs> I don't care well, about I have the something actions. later for that. Okay, These, later we're here. The fantasy we're suite here. rooms were trash, Rim. I expected <gasps> way better stuff from them. I'm sorry, oh, I didn't think so. This one was usually they have trash. like a pool with like you know the pools um, that have the the waterfall infinity pools. Yeah, the infinity yeah, pools. That's what they usually have in the room, or it's something bizarre like a windmill that you've never seen. It this was just a normal hotel room. This was nothing special. It it struck me as the suite at the top floor of a five story hotel casino in the middle of Iowa. I'm thinking of Joomers, which so is actually <laughs> why were you upset that I said this was a trash room? I thought you, I wasn't upset. I thought you were going to be like, man, the hot tub was so cool. It's like to no, me, this a is hot a tub trash in a room. room is always a <laughs> this no. This is a trash okay. room. All right, just wanted to make sure. Usually they have clear. better rooms. I anticipated more. It looked like they just had a suite, and the bachelor producers spruced it up a little bit with some extra candles, candles. and stuff. There's yeah. nothing special about these rooms. Disappointed. I think Dean from Paradise was the decorator for all these fantasy <laughs> suites, just candles and pillows. Uh, Peter's kind of champagne speech to Hannah and includes a line that I think he started to say and then caught himself, which is waking up to you. Naturally, you think he's going to say every day, but he says tomorrow morning, yeah. which is a, you don't even want to say that because then you're like, oh, yeah, because the next day it's going to be someone else. Just, yeah. I think he wanted to say every day and then he. Maybe I'm projecting screw-ups onto him that he didn't make. But anyway, back at the hotel, Victoria and Madison are talking, and the vibe is basically like, damn. This look, is They're weird. looking at their watch like, <laughs> it's about to go down, huh? They're probably <laughs> yeah. in the fantasy suite. This is really weird. And that's it. That's the hotel. Yep. Back on the date, steamy, literal steam, steam. and that's it. No morning after footage, no discussion between Hannah Ann and Peter of... Last night was amazing. Nothing. We know what happened, though, Rim. They showed us enough the night before. They showed us too much, I'd say. But don't you want to see if they... The vibe? Uh, of course talking? I want the vibe after. I'd like okay. more there. Sure. Did that send you a message at all? Did you think, oh, what is... It? No. Did that mean anything? No? Okay. Moving on. Hannah Ann strolls into the suite with Victoria Madison. Glowing, Rim. I, th I think... I think there was not nearly as much bickering as the producers ex expected with this setup. I think I it's just they so being mad geniuses that all of them are just going to just sit there and not talk. Yeah, they're, it's not going to be. It's not. They're not going to fight about it. They're just going to sit there, and you're not going to get any anything good except how awkward it is. So basically, gifts, just reaction yeah. gifts. Yep. Okay, Maddie, just trying to make it obvious, trying to not make it obvious that she's seething mad <laughs> that was the vibe i got from her anyway victoria day daytime which i believe was that day she said i gotta go get ready yeah, for my day which the next is in day. 20 minutes next yeah. day. yep 
Peter prefaces this date with Victoria like he does every date with her by mentioning how poorly their last conversation went. That's how all Victoria dates start. It was bad last time we talked. Hopefully it's not bad this time. Hopefully this date isn't ruined like every other date we've had. (laughs) Fingers crossed she doesn't walk away (laughs) during a key moment. (laughs) What did you make of their initial greeting and conversation when he says we should address this? This, I assumed, being the what they didn't really talk about last time, which was that someone Peter trusts made a big accusation about Victoria's character. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they didn't bring that up at all, so I completely had forgot about that that was still something unresolved <laughs> with their relationship. I thought they meant just the fight in, in general and that he didn't get to meet her parents. Uh, he was talking about how... The passion is always 100% there and stuff like that, and how he likes that type of passion. I don't know. Well, before we get to that, it's funny you mention that. They did, they touched on it so little here, and then the substance of their argument outside her house was not about what it started to be. So, A.B. literally forgot. They didn't talk about it, Rem. I don't know what else <laughs> to tell you. It's they not didn't, a thing. They didn't it's talk about it, so what am I going to say about it? Well, he said, I just want you to know that I tr- I have your back on this. I have your side. And it struck me that he doesn't even know what side he has. He doesn't even know what the issue was. You don't have any information, pal. (laughs) No, he has no information. (laughs) No information. I don't understand how this is. This wasn't brought up again now that you mentioned that. Uh, They have no, they had no conclusion to that argument. I don't think he cares. I think that's all that comes down. I I don't think think he cares. Like a person he trusts and knows warned him about victoria very specific she had some specific things in there she ruined relationships can we get some details on that victoria i know you know what i'm talking about do you have of course you don't do you have a follow-up you don't want to you don't want things that someone did you know years ago or whatever maybe that's not who they are anymore but still a tiny bit of hey explanation what happened does this what does this tell me about you clarity if I think you would want to look into that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But Peter is like, I'm good. you know what? Pass is the pass. Forget about it. Just me and you, babe. I trust you. And like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Suit yourself on this one, Pete. I got some information on that in the uh, headline of the week, Rem. Don't worry. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Hopefully, it's new information. Hopefully. I, do, I thought was... you weren't doing headline of the week anymore. It's too... You're going to get spoiled. Can't stay away. headlines. <laughs> 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 All right, helicopter ride up and down the coast. Most beautiful coast in the world, period. Wow. <laughs> period. It's breathtaking coast. Incredible. I'm trying to think of a different coast. I know a lot of coasts from the internet. It's nothing better. Can't think of one. You brought this up earlier. Peter says the quiet part loud, AB. Here's the quote, and I want your reaction. There's obviously that fire. Some people might think it's too much, but for me, I'm actually attracted to that. It's never going to be a boring relationship. Okay. I I can't disagree with your opinion on relationships more, Peter. <laughs> cannot be more opposite of what I'd want. Why would you want to have a knockdown drag out fight? Constant constantly. <laughs> it's not just like, yeah, obviously relationships, a little juice like that can help, but it can't be everything. It can't always be an argument. There has to be good times. That's what it comes down to. There has to be good times with relationships. It's never good times. So, yeah, you do have way more passion because you're fighting with Victoria than the other two. But it's not a good. That's not good passion. 
That type of passion isn't good. Come on, Peter. This is. It's like you said. I don't think this guy is ready for marriage, Rim. Of that's, course not. Are you kidding me? That's a little kid's. That's a that's a child's mentality there. That's not a grown man well, looking to get married. Exciting. Yeah, like this no. is a fun me fighting with this girl. It's like no, you find the person that you're most compatible with and can spend your life with you. Like, are you just gonna fight for the rest of your life, Peter? Imagine sixty years from now, Peter. <laughs> just, hey, what do you want for dinner, Victoria? And she just—it's a whole—it turns, turns into, into something crazy, <laughs> crazy. Here's—you say he's not ready for marriage. This is the all-time line that, to me, indicates. Let's that. hear it. I love everything about my relationship with Victoria, except when it comes to communicating. That is something the Bachelor <laughs> said. <laughs> Oh, you mean the most important thing in a relationship, Peter? You don't like that about you two. Not even just like a potential fiance or wife. Human being. Yeah. If you can't like <laughs> communicate with a person, what is, how do you all the other stuff is just fluff. Exactly. Your toast. Yeah. These two can't make it. And he's gonna marry her, please. Yikes. <laughs> please. He's saying all the things that are wrong about the relationship. He doesn't even realize it. He doesn't even <laughs> yeah. realize that he's what he's saying are the things, the reason he shouldn't be with her. Anyway, they stop off at a waterfall. They're in a helicopter. A helicopter was awesome. Let's just get that out there. They stop off at a waterfall and talk. The waterfall was awesome. Victoria says once she's invested in somebody, it's game over. I don't know. She's not invested in. She walks out of every single date they've had. I don't know what her investment in Peter is. She seems to be minimally invested compared to the others. I don't know exactly what this means. I think she just says stuff. <laughs> so does he. So that she's not married works. so far. So how does she know? I don't know. That, it, that it's game over? Yeah. What's well, game over? And then they're talking like, hey, you know, the, the date's going well, right? We haven't even fought. And then Victoria goes, yet. Like, <laughs> can't wait for the night time. Yeah. yeah, just wait. Just wait. Anything else on this, AB? Nope. Just two bad, non-compatible people <laughs> having an uh, afternoon together in one of the most beautiful settings in the world. That's all this was. That's all that was. I'm going to make... That's the title of the episode. It's going to be four lines. Back at the house. Madison and Hannah Ann conversing in bed. Madison says that Peter sleeping with anybody else definitely makes me feel uncomfortable. Now, Madison already had her date with Peter. so No, Hannah Ann did. Yeah. Hannah Ann, excuse me. Yep. So she gives her a look like, well. Well. You're uh, talking to someone that just slept with him. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, just a heads oh. up. Must be tough to deal with. I don't know what to <laughs> yeah, must I wouldn't be hold your breath. I wouldn't hold your breath on that <laughs> one. Medicine says it's make or break for her if Peter sleeps with Hannah Ann or Victoria. Make or break. Victoria date, nighttime. I have a lot of notes on this. I don't remember why. Yeah, that's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm scanning through these and I don't recall writing any of this stuff. <laughs> Peter goes back to, he doesn't, he doesn't really mind that their relationship is the most tested because they've learned a lot about each other by bickering constantly and not solving anything. I've learned, like you said, they're not compatible. That's what I, my main <laughs> yeah. takeaway. <laughs> His toast is to their both showing, quote, so much fight. Truly just a romantic toast, if there ever was one. They are, I'm blanking on the name. 
Tammy Two and Ron Swanson. Okay. <laughs> Ron Swanson okay. and Tammy. Remember when two. Tammy Two shows up yeah. and then Ron's life is just completely upended. Yeah. Other people have compared them to Ron and Sammy from Jersey Shore, That's which, a is good one. which is also a very, That's a good, very one. good one. Yeah. Just two people that make each other's lives worse. Yeah. Explosive. Think about what they would be like if in real life, if there weren't cameras around. I mean, they'd never get there would never be, be they'd never be even cordial to each other. Anyway, according to Victoria, communication, number one thing in a relationship. What did you make of this conversation before it broke down into chaos as it always does? Um, Victoria kind of gets into why she's been the way she's been lately in terms of pushing him away a little bit. And then she says it's because of past relationships. Not a lot of detail here from her on what exactly she means. And it almost instantly turns into them bickering about the details of what she's said. I want you to tell me everything I need to give you. Spell it out, says Victoria. And Peter then tells her what he needs from her, Mm -hmm. which is 100% confidence that I can always count on you. And then asks. And not to run away during when it gets hard. Yeah. Just a slight one tiny request. Stay seated during our dinner time. (laughs) (laughs) Then Peter asks her, what is it specifically from that relationship that made you feel that way? And she is basically unable to answer this question, AB. I think she was just talking to talk. Like, I don't think. Did she have something here that she wasn't providing? Initially, she said it's because that person never asked her about her feelings. So when Peter does it, she's not, she's kind of taken aback, taken aback a little bit. But when he, when Peter asked for just minimal details about information she brought up, she couldn't say anything about it and did the bit where she looks away, can't make eye contact. And then I think she just kind of started crying a little bit. I mean, it was, if I were Peter, I'd been looking at the camera people like, What's going on here? <laughs> did I miss something? Yeah. What did I, did I offend this person in some way? I just asked her more details about what she brought up. Victoria goes into saying, I don't know what you want from me. You, to, you just asked him to tell him tell you what he wants, and then he did. And I think what I'm gathering is you can't provide that for him. But then she also says, I feel like I'm not giving you the answer you're looking for. Which is never a good sign in a conversation. It, it, it just didn't seem like she was being 100% truthful on... I, I was just very confused by the whole conversation. Well, number one, Peter's not looking for any specific answer. He's looking for the answer. The truth The truth what, answer, yeah. Yeah, that's, it's not that hard. Just tell him the answer. There's no <laughs> finagling to get to where he wants, you know, where you think he'll be satisfied with it. Just say answer his question it's not that hard i think there may be just something here with this story that she's not willing to provide which is fine uh, i just don't know why she brought it up like maybe there's something's going on here where she doesn't want to open up she brought what it, it comes up. down to she brought it up and then said like tell me what you need from me and then he asked her a question about what she brought up and then it was stalemate yeah it was just a class it was a classic peter and victoria <laughs> yeah instant stalemate <laughs> there's nowhere to go and then peter kind of comforts her a little bit he does a decent job comforting her and peter says don't push me away she says she's not but she is a b yep she is she she knows the answer to his question but she just doesn't want to say it that's like the definition of keeping someone at arm's length anyway 
They kiss. Peter says, wow, successful conversation. Victoria agrees. Anything, anything else on this portion? thought it was interesting. She says, I know you're good for me, but but it's it's hard to open up for him, which kind of reminds me of like, I know you're good for me, but I'm, I'm into more, I don't know, more bad boys bad or something. Boys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, well, that's what that sentence meant to me. Before they go to the fantasy suite, Peter, part of his pitch was like, let's have more real conversations like this. And I thought, there's no this resolution to the current terrible. conversation. There's nothing real about this. You didn't get anywhere. Well, if, you, if you're signing up for more conversations like this, you're not going to know each other <laughs> any more about each other in the morning. Nice fantasy suite, I said. Maybe too many candles. It looked kind of like a meatloaf video. <laughs> I said, I thought the accommodations for the fantasy suites were lackluster. That's what I wrote right here. Can you give me a specific, can you give me an example of a good fantasy suite, AB? They're usually all trashy. Uh, No, they usually have like the infinity pools going on. They have, uh, it's, it's, it's more of a once in a lifetime scenario. It's not just a hotel room. There's other stuff, go, like it's a That's log a cabin or something. Something you don't usually, this is just a hotel room that they're in. Nothing special. That's all. Listen, point made, point received. Peter was in a once-in-a-lifetime windmill last year, okay? Yeah, There's that nothing cool. like that. Nick and Raven were in that clear geodesic dome. Yeah. That was cool. That was Small, cool. but it was once-in-a-lifetime yep. in, like, Finland, I believe. Once-in-a-lifetime stuff. I'm just, I was just struck by how thrilled Peter was with this date, which I think his bar was she didn't run away. Because the conversation was certainly not satisfactory the for The conversations just don't ever go anywhere with these two. And that's no. the end of the story. And yet, Victoria loves him. Quote, I love him so much to the camera. I've put him through so much. Victoria. Yeah. I don't know what to believe here on this I gonna- season. <laughs> <laughs> I, just don't, I just don't know. Maybe I don't know anything here. Our discussions of Victoria's dates are not that good because we spend most of the time... I don't know. Palms up, <laughs> yeah. sh- like quiet, shaking our head. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to describe this to someone who's not watching the show. It doesn't make any Peter sense. Peter says they're in such a good spot right now. That's crazy. I don't understand what spot you're in that is a different spot than when you're sitting on the stoop of her house, not meeting her family. It seems like you're in the same spot. Relationship-wise, nothing has improved. Preaching the choir. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. I almost want Victoria to go home ASAP so we don't have to fumble around (laughs) (laughs) trying to make sense of her dates. Back on the balcony. Madison's thinking about you-know-what, A.B. Mm -hmm. Quote, it makes me feel sad and discouraged and uncomfortable. It's going to be hard for me to feel okay with continuing our relationship, knowing he slept with two other women. It's a black and white situation. I wish she were this clear to Peter. I'll say that. She should have been that clear to Peter. Do you believe her? So as a viewer at this point, you know, she said it's black and white. You also know that he's had relations with the other two women. So you in your head thought Madison was going to leave. Who's you? Me? Rim, I'm talking to you. Yeah? Did you think this was it, then? You believe her when she says this is a black and white. Black and white means she's going home. She's going home. Because you know, as a viewer, 
that he he did exactly what she said yes could not happen well technically she didn't know for certain but if she didn't she should have i wasn't convinced that it was fully black and white until the nighttime portion of her date at which point i was completely convinced that she's dead serious okay and we'll talk about the ancillary issues around that but i at this moment, I was mostly convinced. Later on, I was completely convinced. Okay. Anyway, morning after Victoria's fantasy suite, canoodling in bed. Peter can't believe how good things are going for them, AB. <laughs> and in fact, even taunts the gods with regards to more obstacles for them. Just make it harder, he says. Bring it. <laughs> because apparently that's a turn on for him, yeah. is conflict. <laughs> what did you make of the, the morning after, AB? Just two people... Uh Riding high off a good night. <laughs> <laughs> but not but not a good relationship. No. Peter says it felt perfect. I I almost I stumbled over saying that because I couldn't I can't believe Peter thinks they are perfect. He together. said in the back of my mind I always knew we could be good together. Insinuating that it has never been good up until Fantasy Suites. It's never been on the front Which, of his mind. <laughs> <That's> the, yeah. <laughs> It was a little kind of um, hate to see a leave, but love to watch it go situation yeah. with Pete. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes, he's like, man, that was sweet. <laughs> and then he realizes, oh, yeah, the other two. Oh, forgot about them. That's particularly Maddie, who just told yeah. me not to do this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> you know that feeling like you didn't do your homework on Sunday night? And you're like, oh, no, I'm toast. Tomorrow I'm I am trouble. toast. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> Listen, that's what happens. This clouded his judgment, period. <laughs> and Peter's in a t- painted himself into a corner. That's what he did. He knew the corner was there. Okay? He knew what he had to paint. Couldn't and he, resist. He's in the corner anyway. Back at the hotel. What'd you make of this conversation? Madison, Hannah Ann, and later Victoria. Uh, Hannah Ann basically tells Madison, like, just a heads up. <laughs> if it, like, if Victoria comes through that door... They had sex, okay. She did. She said that. Just a heads up. I I need you to prepare yourself for her walking through this door any minute. They didn't. Hannah Ann had a we- Hannah Ann had a weird attitude. About she, it. Was she was very like laughing. Like, she hey, was, I'm gonna tell you she something. Seemed to, yeah, she. It didn't bother her at all. Uh, I don't know. Couldn't be me. That would bother me. Even though no, I know exactly. the situation, it, did, it was a, still. It didn't I wouldn't be joking around about it. <laughs> she, she goes. This is a phrase I would not say if it were me. <laughs> just stating the obvious. There. Yeah, just stating the obvious. Hey, him and her. To be got fair. It on. <laughs> <little> Billy Madison. <laughs> to be honest, though, Hannah Ann has the most like reasonable. Like she know everybody knows she's on the Bachelor. She's on the she, Bachelor. You're on the Bachelor, and she. I think she even says that at one point in this episode. Like we signed up for this, so she's yep. handling it uh, more like an adult than. Well, I don't want to say it like that. It, yeah, that's a. It's in this weird in vacuum, this world. She has the best perspective. Almost perspective. That's the word I'm looking for here, Rim. Madison dips after Victoria describes their date. Yep. No details given, but she's just like, eh. Enough. Her stomach. Yeah, you can enough. tell the pits in her stomach. Victoria and Hannah Ann kind of whisper when she leaves, kind of like, what's going on with her? It's a natural reaction, I suppose. But like we were just saying, why are you two so uncomfortable around one another, given the situation? I'd say you're, you're wildly comfortable. 
too comfortable around each other. <laughs> if Maddie is too uncomfortable, you are too comfortable yeah. on the other end of the spectrum. I agree. One could argue that they this kind of behavior maybe indicates that they don't care as sincerely about their relationships with Peter. You if this argue. is a person you really, really sincerely want to marry or get engaged to in six days, it is strange how comfortable you are with what is, if you consider Peter to be your boyfriend, then the other one is his mistress. Yes. <laughs> if you want to look at it that way. Yep. Weird. Weird. On that note, let's take a quick break, AB. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What did you make of Madison's date during the daytime? Spooky, Rim. Spooky? Yeah. Terrifying. Spooky implies darkness. Spooky is nighttime. Spooky? You think spooky's only at dark time? Exclusively. At nighttime? (laughs) I would never describe something in the day as spooky. Ever. (laughs) I just consider... I'll look up the definition for you at some point, but... (laughs) That's just my... That's how I think. That's scary. Might be wrong. I would... Here's, here's my thing. I would be spooked out to do this. You can be spooked in the day. You can be spooked, but it can't be spooky. That doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah, to me. It absolutely does. <laughs> spooky is nighttime exclusive. <laughs> okay, okay. Spooked. Like if if that chair next to over think here off screen can be used at any time of the day, Rim. Yeah, you know what? You're right. If the chair moved right there, that You'd would be, be spooky. That'd be spooky. But this wasn't spooky. <laughs> Spooky's a hilarious <laughs> word is what it comes down to. That's right. I used it. Spooky's a funny word. This That's was word. scary. I was spooked watching, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's set it up. They yeah. show up huge. <laughs> I don't even know how tall. You know, we're not good with I heights. have all the stats. I have, have stats? all the stats. The stats. I ran the numbers. T- 270. <clears throat> Actually, it was, it was 270 meters high. 90 <laughs> stories. 886 feet. They That's way up in the sky. That's uh, almost as tall as Colton and Tasha's bungee jump, which was a thousand feet, if you remember. <laughs> I'm like, go ahead. Sorry, we're off track. I was confused by this portion when he said 90 stories. Isn't that a lot? It seems yeah. like a Coach Carter <laughs> amount of exercise they're going to have to do here, Brim. <laughs> You know when Coach Carter Coach tells him he's gonna have, they have to do yeah. like a thousand suicides, five thousand pushups. That's what ninety <laughs> stories seems to me. Like ninety story, they're gonna climb ninety stories. That's part of I this mean, date. That would take hours. 
Sears Tower, 110 stories, AB. They're not climbing all the stories. It's not like the end I of Ghostbusters. I thought they were climbing the stories. Oh, they did make it seem like that was possible. It's not like the end of Ghostbusters where they had to walk all the way up because the elevators were out. Okay. So they took an elevator halfway up. Because Gozer was up top fucking And then they just up. walked. No, they... What do you... Did you watch the show? They took an elevator to the top. But then... They made it they sound like a- they were going to have to walk 90 stories. Well... I don't know what to tell you, B. That's it's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> they took an elevator to the 77th floor. Okay, so they had to walk a little bit. Sure. They had to walk a little bit. Okay? That's okay. all. I'm glad you set me straight there. I can't believe you watched the episode and came away thinking they walked 90 <laughs> stories. I mean, that's torture. That is torture. That's what I thought. Anyway, um, needless to say, I would not participate this in no, this at all. Hard pass. They barely showed like how they were connected because it wasn't that strong of a connection, in my opinion. It was like no. a just a cloth. It's like they tied their shirt around the, the edge with a carabiner. And uh, no. To be clear, they go outside the skyscraper and walk on a ladder that is too steep. I would not it's clean the top steep. of the refrigerator using this ladder. <laughs> that ladder's too steep. It's too steep. It's too skinny. Too, obviously, it's too skinny. They, get, they use it to get to the landing. After a certain point, the right handle, the, there's no like there's barrier no on the yeah. outside. And then they get to the top and they're- They lean. They're connected and they're <laughs> leaning back and they put their hands up like this. No. Under no, no. circumstances. No, 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 I would no, do no. this, maybe, but oh. I would definitely- There's just no way I wouldn't pee. There's just no way. I'd be on my hands and knees crawling. That'd yeah. be the only way I'd agree to do that. It is strange that people can do things like this. <laughs> I just think that's crazy that people exist. No, thank you. To the cameras, Maddie says she's in love with Peter. They make out at the top, and it's honestly, it's amazing. The picture they got was it's amazing. Great. The scene yeah. they had was amazing. It was breathtaking. And like we've said in the past, neither of them actually seemed that scared. But if you no. go through those scary moments together... Normally, that bonds you together. Now, I don't think these two psychos. I don't think either of them were scared at all of this. So, no, I don't know no that. Closer. I don't know if it's going to bond them. <laughs> no, it's a good point. That's something AB goes back to. Bungee jumping mm-hmm. gets you closer. Gets you closer. <laughs> all right. Back at the house. Exterior shots of a different building for some reason. Don't know why. Same room on the inside. Different building. Don't think I'm not paying attention. Hannah Ann and Victoria talking about Madison. What did you make of Victoria's attitude about what Madison told Peter? She was incensed for some reason. Uh, Well, if she takes it as a slight to anyone that has relations at the fantasy suites, that'd be a direct shot at her. So I was, I, I understood the... The negativity and Victoria is just a negative person. So (laughs) those two things combined did not surprise me. Okay. I didn't think of it that way. To me, she seemed more upset at like the principle of someone having those expectations for the lead. If if you think she took it like I think she took it as a a shot at her. She calling me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she'd be pissed about that. Okay. Makes sense. Madison date nighttime. Tonight is huge, AB. You want to talk about notes? You want to talk about elephants in the room? This date had it all. This is good. I thought it was riveting television. Agreed. Madison tells Peter 
She's never felt what she felt today, ever. Peter, obviously, in love with Madison. Beautiful setup inside, perfect for a breakup, (laughs) which is what this was inevitably leading to. Peter gives a little speech, and he stops short of saying, hey, elephant in the room, but he's like, hey, intimacy? Let's talk about it. Let's, Let's talk intimacy. What did you make of Madison's opening lines in this conversation? She brings up that she didn't want to put him on the spot and give him an ultimatum again. Then she gets into the specifics we had hoped she might have brought up in their last conversation about intimacy, about how she's saving herself for marriage. Uh, It's very important to her. The stuff that I think would have shed a little more light to Peter on why this was going to be a big deal if you chose to to not follow information my that could have been useful to me yesterday yes wedding singer and <laughs> she says not both people are going to have made the same life decision so it was a little she understands i mean she obviously knows it's windmill pete you know yeah, what I, mean? I mean she obviously. gets she, yeah she knows she doesn't have that expectation for him to save yourself from marriage but she does expect at this point and then her kind of voice trails off but i think she, what she meant to say was like now that we're here I would appreciate if you were committed to me, if you're going to choose me, that you're committed to me and me only moving forward. This is just one of those things. This whole conversation, the whole nighttime is one of those things where I just agree with both sides. Like everything she says, absolutely. Everything she says makes sense. But also I can see you came on this show with Windmill Pete, who's already had relations in a fantasy suite. I, I mean, you, you know that's not his opinion on, on it. Yeah. So it c- makes me question why you came on this show, knowing Peter's the Bachelor. Well, even if she didn't know when she was cast, you knew when you showed up, mm-hmm. or sometime before then. You could have left at any point. And I think Windmill Pete does is not something she would hold against him, but it should inform her expectations that exactly. Peter is probably going to behave this way in the fantasy suites with other people. That's And then flip it again. Shouldn't be shocked by that. When she says stuff like I just can't get engaged to you a week after you had sex with someone else, that makes one hundred percent sense. sense and <laughs> something sense. I would expect from my fiance as well. Of course. Of course. Complete <laughs> so sense. There's that no, logic is fine. It's like sound logic. It's hard to take a strong side on either and I don't think we will, really. I assume we're both... We'll get there. But yeah. No spoilers. We'll get there. I do want to talk about a little bit of what they said. Like you mentioned, I, Maddie says, I, I just can't wrap my mind around. And a week from now, and you're down on one knee, and six days before you slept with someone else, I just can't wrap my mind around that. Yeah, it's fair. This has always been the weirdest part of the show for me. The expectation that people get in, engaged without ever being in a committed relationship with one another. Yeah. The commitment starts at engagement for these, the two people on the show who end up together. But these type of, this type of scenario is what makes this show so good. These type of fast and loose emotions that everyone's playing with is what makes it great. You're right. But it is weird. Like you said, Maddie doesn't, Maddie doesn't seem to like the concept of the show at all. She doesn't agree with the show's premise. She doesn't like that he kisses other women. She's not okay with that, but she kind of puts up with it mm-hmm. because, quote, you're worth it. 
But this particular situation with the fantasy suites is a point of no return. This for is her. where she draws the line. Yep, exactly. And Peter says, well, you know, hey, listen. I did it. Come did clean. It, right? what you, what <laughs> I'm going to come clean. I'm going to come clean. I'm going to come. I'll be honest with you here, Maddie. Watching Maddie's react, seeing Maddie process that, watching Peter reveal that, this is what was the riveting television. I think Maddie really actually, of all the people on the show, and definitely the ones remaining, really liked him and really wanted to be with him. I think we saw genuine heartbreak. Yes. And to see her process by, that was like- him. Him not following through with what she asked of him. Peter says he could see a future with not just her, but others as well. That's hard to hear. So looking behind the scenes a little bit, I think usually we think they have it chosen by this point. They've chose who they think they're going to end up with. Do you think Peter genuinely did not? No, I think he did. And who do you think he had chosen? Madison. Okay, so he, you, th- yeah. In your head, you thought Peter had. Ch- okay, you thought that Peter. Complica- that that kind complicates. That You everything. see his actions through a different lens. Yeah, if, if you, you think, think of that. that way, if you think Peter thought Madison should be his wife, well, then he's in the wrong here. Yeah, <laughs> kind <laughs> completely. <laughs> yeah, I. That's what I, I don't think. know that it's I lean that. It's unprovable. I don't know that I lean that far. I don't know that he would tell her he had this. He has the same type of feelings with other people. I don't know. That's it's interesting. No, he he has he had to say that to save face to justify sure his actions. That's with fair. Her. If he said I only saw it with you, but I slept with him anyway, that's big time scumbag. If you look through it at that with that lens, uh, you gotta take Madison's side here entirely. Um, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. More okay. About it. We're back from commercial. Full moon, AB. Two kangaroos peering from afar. Great shot. Shout out to the camera people. Maddie excused herself from the conversation and went outside. A producer held the door for her because she was standing right there. The producer was ready for her to leave. Obviously, they're waiting for this moment. Maddie's crying outside. Peter's crying inside. I took Maddie's reaction as completely sincere. Am I, maybe I'm gullible, but I think she actually wanted to marry Peter and she's complete crestfallen. Been holding that in the back pocket all crestfallen. season. She's crestfallen. Yeah. <laughs> One quote, he knew coming in, there was a chance he could lose me if he made certain decisions and he made them anyway. Peter goes outside to comfort her. She cries in his arms. He apologizes. He says, I can't lose you. What did you make of this portion? He's at this point, Peter is basically begging her to stay. He knows he's messed up. For some reason, I don't think he took her request at the hangar as serious as he. I don't think he thought. I, I think he found that wiggle room and went with he thought it. He could get away with and it. And he thought he could yeah. get away with it. I think it's starting to dawn on him. I might have just made a huge mistake. I'm going to end up with nobody. She's serious. She's dead serious about leaving at this point. <laughs> He's yeah. basically begging her to stay at this point. They even do they do a cut scene of Maddie and she's just pissed. Like I asked him specifically to do something and he did the opposite. So where do we go from here? You cheated on me when I specifically asked you not to? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can't lose you when he says I can't lose you. 
that to me, and again, I'm probably reading way too much into this, but that seemed like confirmation that he knew he was going to pick her. He the confirmation in that moment. Yeah, I'm gonna, I hear you. I want you number one. I don't think he would have said I can't lose you to Hannah Ann. But or sometimes Victoria. when you're about to lose something, you realize how much you needed that. Yeah. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Exactly. At this point, they're nose to nose, too. Like, they've been most of the season. We've always talked about how close they get. And they're still that close. Could Brush of the lips could happen at any point, and they could be kissing. (laughs) I thought they were about to kiss, which would have been... (laughs) Strange. Surprising to me. (laughs) Because I was was of the belief that Maddie was dead serious. He says, if you can see you and I together forever, do not walk away. Don't walk away. Peter kisses her on the forehead a couple times, and then she walks away. Cut the Great scene. Cut the scene. Great scene. <laughs> End of scene. You want to talk about... Hands slide off like that is good. <laughs> you want to talk about good cliffhangers, Rim? This was a good cliffhanger. You have to tune in next week. It's must. It should be pay-per-view. <laughs> That's how excited well, I am about well, this first little bit of this next episode. It's going to be did good. You see, did you no, I didn't see watch. it coming up? No, no I okay, didn't watch well, that. Maybe, Are you crazy? I think the pay-per-view is going to be in two weeks, not next week. I'll put it that way. Next week No, well, we is, got Women Tell All next week. And a little bit of I resolution assume. to this. Yes, and Women Tell All. And then the week after that, it's the, f- the finale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'd expect. I'd expect them to end this cliffhanger. At the start, and then they'll do an hour and a half of Women Tell All, probably? That seems like the I, MO I lately. Do not ex- I do not expect that. I expect a little different. Oh. What's her talking about? What's her talking what's about? Talking Who, knows? about? <laughs> Who knows? Here are my takeaways. We didn't... Just a couple things that I want to pull out from this situation and pick apart. Number one, Madison knew Peter was likely to sleep with the others... And fantasy suites. He is essentially famous for doing this on Hannah's season. That is Peter's, it's pilot, windmill guy. Windmill. That's his Sex in a windmill. Defining characteristic. Times. Yes. I. She doesn't judge him for that. I believe her when she says, I don't judge him for that. But like we said, it's important context. If you're trying to play the odds here, if you're Madison waiting all week while the other two go on these dates, I think you can kind of expect... What we already know. It seems to me like she a little bit. I think she just wants whoever she ends up with to be her dad. Someone like her, not her dad. That's uh, you know what I mean? I know someone what you mean. who someone like exhibits dad. the same characteristics, yeah. characteristics of her dad. And I think it's pretty clear that Peter is not that guy at this point. And I don't think he's on the path to becoming that guy. Otherwise, maybe he would have made decisions a little differently. Speaking of Windmill Pete, this is a very similar situation to Luke and Hannah last season. Would you agree? It's a similar on paper. And here, uh, here are the differences, little, I think. The, the biggest difference is I don't think Luke told her beforehand no. that this would be a deal breaker. The biggest difference, yeah, he, told, he definitely brought up afterwards yeah. when it was too late. The other difference is uh, Madison was very respectful. Yeah, Luke's the worst is the, the other main, take, main kind thing. Of, Ma- Madison kind of understood Peter's situation. Yeah. She didn't like his choices, but she kind of gets it. Luke was a prick. and Luke was a, a, very attacking judgy. her for it. 
Madison is is just like if this is what you're gonna do, then yep. it's probably not gonna work out for me. But he, he she didn't make him feel bad about the decisions. Luke no. was trying to slut shame Hannah for and making you know, a decision that she was okay with. And we talked about last when we covered that season that Luke's on paper is not an absurd. No, but he was just a prick about it. Yeah. mostly. Madison obviously was not. Um, Another wrinkle. Ooh. Madison didn't bring this up until after she got the rose that got her here. If she had brought it up. So she's already in the game before the she ta- says or this. The, yeah, the fantasy suite. The top three. Yep. If she had brought it up earlier, for example, when they were at her hometown, that gives him an opportunity to kind of think about it. Make a decision send her home if that's what he felt was best because then that puts to use this analogy and the ball in his court he can decide if he wants you know if he doesn't want to put her in that situation he doesn't have to but here's maddie post fantasy suites and also mind you a significant reveal during this dinner that she was saving herself for marriage which again i think adds context to maybe maybe peter would have acted differently if he knew that yeah information so Another wrinkle. I think what you're trying to say is Madison, her hands are not clean here in this going sideways. Well, you never, I'm not, well, I don't want to make her seem like the bad guy. I just think she could have, I don't things. think she's a it bad. It would have been helpful I think, if she said this earlier. I think she could have handled it a little better. Kind of springing this on him after an emotional rose ceremony where you just had to say goodbye to someone else. Yeah. And not giving them the full context. I don't know. I don't think she was trying to like not. I don't think she was trying not to tell him that she was a virgin. It just didn't it with the way the conversation went. It just didn't happen. So I don't think she was trying to withhold information from him. I just I just don't think she handled it the best. I think that it's possible that they might have ended up together. I'm assuming they don't. But I think they the chances of them ending up together would be higher if she Told him during hometowns, I think would have been brought the, this up earlier. I think yeah. telling him after hometowns would have been the appropriate time to give him a chance to really think about it uh, and make the decision. If and I think she could have been a little more clear on how serious it was because I yeah. think, like I said earlier, I think at one point he did ask, like, "Is it a yes or no?" If if I do this, and she didn't give him. A direct answer. I th- it, it, it's a tough situation that they're both tough. in. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. I'm not pointing blame at either of them. I just think what happened wasn't the best for either of them. No. Just debriefing. What could you improve? What could both teams improve upon? I in am the post game. To be clear, I am not sold on Madison leaving. I don't think it's as black and white as you do. I don't think I I don't, I don't think know, it's man. over she between dipped. them two. She walked away. She did. He said, don't walk away. She, did. she walked away. But I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to be stunned if she's the still the winner. And we'll see with my power rankings. But <laughs> which is funny. I said last week, last power rankings. Fortunately, <laughs> they're all still here. They're all still here. Anyway, but here's what it comes down to. And by here's what it comes down to, I mean, here's another thing, not really the be all end all. This is not what it comes down to. Madison, even though she didn't tell him as early as maybe Remini B would have. She still told him. She still told him before. (laughs) Okay. She still told him before what her expectations were, and he did it anyway. And 
one of the things we're saying Maddie could have done better would have been more clear. I mean, me and you, rational people, we had a pretty yeah. clear idea of Pete what she no was idea. talking about. But Peter, <laughs> in particular, had, dummy Peter, had yeah. no idea. She, he, no. I don't think he had any idea. I, if she told me that, I would yeah, come out obvious. of that conversation clearly knowing what my choice, <laughs> what my two choices are. <laughs> you should have written it down. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, she told him he did it anyway. That's probably for the best. Yeah, because if you have that criteria for your future partner, then Pete is not the guy for you. So he failed the test. If that's your test, he failed the test. Not the guy for you. He might like you best, but too bad. So sad. Did we miss anything with that discussion? Did we treat it with the gravitas and respect that it deserved? I think we did. I think we really did, Rim. Well, I, I wasn't looking for a pat on the back. I just want to know. I think, and I'm did. also not. I'm not asking you. I'm asking the listener. Do you think Madison is now a front runner for the Bachelorette? Oh, stay tuned. I have power rankings, but their next Bachelorette power okay. rankings. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. Good stuff, bro. Uh, anyway, finale. Two weeks. Crazy how early it is in the season. And we're already at the finale. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Season just started. I wonder when they're going to start forming some real connections this season. Yeah. Hopefully during Women Tell All. I don't know. Well, I will say, we've been saying it for a while. Women Tell All is going to be unbelievable. It's going to be good. This There's is so what I'm much looking drama. forward to. Yeah. The extra drama the producers piped into this season has been mostly bad for annoying people that want them to find true love and has been annoying uh, and over the top. But... Anything else? Women tell all. <laughs> it sets the table. It sets the table for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there's almost too many things to get to. Yeah. So it's going to be even more screaming over each other than normal. Anyway, quickly, it'd be more details about the senior citizen show. Did you see the commercial for that? No, I didn't see this. Uh, the singer one or the both of them? Senior citizen. Okay. What do we got? Bachelor. Okay. Here's the casting call. Now casting seniors looking for love. Are you entering your golden years and looking for romance? The producers of The Bachelor are looking for active and outgoing single men and women in their golden years with a new exciting for a new exciting dating show. If you are a senior citizen ready for a committed relationship, apply today at seniordatingshow.castingcrane.com. Wow. What what exactly is the definition of golden years? Either 65 and up or 50 and up. Okay, I need sp- I need more Champions Tour on PGA P- or the Champions PGA Tour is fifty and up. <laughs> I think that, has anything that was always the senior to tour was fifty and up. So there's I just think there's two. I would ages, think it'd be sixty five. I think you're right with the first one. We'll see. You could have some smoke, fifty year olds. <laughs> I <agree. laughs> just saying. Anyway, you might um, be right about that too. <laughs> so that's just more details about that. So that's coming up. I don't know when. Let's get to the mailbag, which is related. 773-234-7794. The question was, are you as excited as AB and myself for the spinoff shows, including Listen to Your Heart? What do you think the results were, AB? I assume it was mostly positive. Reaction. The complete opposite. Almost universally. No one's interested, huh? Stunning results. Okay. I think we're in the extreme minority wow. based, based on this scientific sample. Wow. Anyway, loaded mailbag. Can't get to them all. Appreciate everyone who wrote in. 773-234-7794. First one from Sarah in Philly. No. <laughs> huge, huge space, but I'm going to watch it anyway. 
Rachel from Valencia, California. Summer games? Yes. Listen to your heart? Hell to the no. Wow. I usually agree with everything you guys say, but listen to your heart looks horrendous. Oh, my goodness. I need I to mean, watch the personal commercial shots again. here. Yeah. <laughs> Counterpoint, if you saw a promo for a new show called The Bachelor right now, and that show never existed before, you'd probably that think it looked stupid. We'd all probably looks think trashy. it looks stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sarah in Minnesota. I like shows like Summer Games, but the singing show looks terrible. Wow. I just picture a bunch of Jed types there to sing their mediocre songs. The worst part about it is that it will probably lure me in to watch it, even though I think it looks dumb. Mark in Boston, super excited. I think it's a long shot for AB's prediction to come true, but more than likely we're going to see, we're going to be seeing some cast. I'm really botching this one. Some of the cast of Paradise here, which makes it must watch TV. What are you going to do? Watch another season of The Voice? Some people probably would. Yeah. America's Got Talent. Good shows. Mm Mm-hmm. Laura in California, by way of Iowa, could not care less about the music show. Dang. Beyond excited for summer games. That's kind of the general sentiment. Summer games? Good. I'm in for summer games. Out on... Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's most people. I think it's only because... I think it's because I only want my main show, Bachelor Bachelorette, contestants on my secondary shows. That's interesting. It's easier to keep track. Hannah from Iowa. I just realized what Listen to Your Heart was this week. At first, my eyes were rolling, but by the end of the preview, I said out loud, shit, yeah, I'm probably going to watch it. <laughs> I watch most most Batch spinoffs because it's always nice to have a show where I'm actually just on my phone scrolling through my Insta for the majority of it. Wouldn't that be nice, AB? <laughs> I can only handle so many outsider or Watchmen eps before my media multitasking attention span needs a Bachelor episode to unwind with. That, that in essence, is... Why the TV channel Bravo is so successful. People want background noise while they go through their Instagram. <laughs> hey, can I say this, A.B.? The Outsider stinks. That show stinks. Period. The Outsider. I don't even know what show you're talking about. HBO. Oh. Stephen King. <laughs> terrible. Okay. Well, that terrible has, show. What does that have to do with anything? She said The Outsider. She watches The oh, Outsider. Oh, she said The Outsider. Oh. Yeah. The Outsider and Watchmen. The wa- Watchmen was the best show of all time actually both the same channel i'm dead serious i'm good? dead serious is watchmen good unbelievable you want to talk the hbo shows i need to watch watchmen apparently watchmen you would love watchmen's the best show that's the best season of any show ever <laughs> okay i'm dead serious Moving on. What's except the next maybe lost thing, season Rim? one friday night light season one also read watchmen the, read the next mailbag okay i'm gonna watch watch we got a lot more we got a lot more here mayor uh mary and madison Outsiders terrible. I love winter games and I'm so <laughs> excited it, really? for the new shows. I hope they continue tweaking these old batch formulas that are otherwise getting so tired and predictable. Let's mix it up. Marion Madison. Madison's an isthmus. People forget that. Francesca in Seattle. I'm all in on the secondary bachelor shows. Bring on the singing, the Olympic sports, the beach drama on paradise. Anything to break the mold of the OG franchise that feels stale and dated. Christian Canada. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. yeah. People have opinions. Yeah. This is where they voice them. I was out until I heard some of the contestants could be on the beach this summer. This is Christine Canada. I'm going to have to quit my job to be able to keep up with all this good TV. <laughs> P.S. I'm here for a Rim and AB podcast discussing very cavalry. Personally, I would call this very castellary, naturally, 
just want to say, be very cavalry season three. Not kidding. The best. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You just, I'm not kidding. You just got done saying something was the best season of all time. This is the best reality TV show season I have ever seen. Very Cavalry is so good now. It's un- I used to just watch for the Jay Cutler scenes. They have three main storylines. All are good. All are good. Here's my it's question. Do I have to watch all the other seasons? I've watched no, about half of season not. one. And lost interest. I know that's going to hurt you this <laughs> year. I know that's going to hurt. No. no, you could probably just watch season three. Okay. Because there's new characters. And they dropped like season one and two were a lot of what's going on at Uncommon James. And those work. The, the Uncommon James employees are overwhelmingly annoying. And I'm glad they're gone. <laughs> this season doesn't have any of them anymore. Okay. So it's fabulous. Well. Anyway. This is from No Name Anonymous. Listen to your heart is not what the people want, and honestly, just a distraction from the fact that they refuse to give us a queer bachelor bachelorette dating show, and they refuse to give us more people of color as leads. It's insulting, to be honest. Not here for it, Riminate B. I don't know if that's their strategy to distract us from that, because that's still a point of contention every season. This one's from Instagram. The Phoebe Quay? I hope I pronounced that right. You mean to tell me Jed schemed with his girlfriend and was publicly shamed for his dog food commercial and won't even get to be a guest judge on this? Nah, I'm out. (laughs) That's good. Lastly, on this topic, Angie from Chicago. I'm very excited about the new Listen to Your Heart show. It looks like it might actually have the potential for real relationships to develop, which is what I love to see. Unlike The Bachelor or Paradise, where they just go on beautiful dates and stare into each other's eyes, Listen to Your Heart contestants will have to write and or perform songs together, and you really get to know someone when you are working through something as a team. Good point. I always have thought that my dream dating show is one where they have to do real-life things together, like file taxes or go grocery shopping, to see if they still like each other. And if and this feels like one step closer to that. Plus, they already have a lot in common, being musicians. Mm-hmm. They'll get each other. And I think that the performances will be fun to watch, too. I think the jury's out on that. They could stink. I'm just tired of the regular Bachelor format. Let's be honest. I only watch so I can listen to the Rose cast, so obviously I'm ready for a new kind of dating show. Some good points in there. We've often said, do regular stuff and not just skydiving all the time. Oh, yeah. Any takeaway? Any reaction to that, A.B.? Either way, I hope people will listen to our r- rosecast <laughs> recaps. That's okay. what I gathered from that. <laughs> Two more, three more, excuse me. Unrelated. Julia from Los Angeles referred a friend, her mom in San Diego. Thank you. She's now hooked on rosecast and she had never listened to a podcast before and didn't even know how. So shout out to Julia's mom in San Sometimes Diego. Sometimes refer a friend game. involves showing people what a podcast is and that's a fact. It's just the facts. Everyone doesn't know what podcast is, and that's fine. Hard to access? Yeah. But once you open the door, let the audio wash over you. <laughs> James in Seattle, you're going to love this one, AB. Your comparison of The Bachelor to WWE got me thinking. For the record, we've been doing that for years. Mm-hmm. Does this franchise need a brand split? Younger people more interested in Instagram fame on one program and more mature people looking for a real relationship on the other. (laughs) Maybe a developmental program similar to NXT. They could hold a draft every season. Contestant moves to a different program once it's found that they are, quote, here for the wrong reasons. Even have cross-brand summer winter games. 
The main drawback I see here is too much programming. Editorial note, they don't seem to care about that. Would be interested to hear your thoughts. James in Seattle. Think it's smart, AB. We could talk about that for an entire (laughs) (laughs) podcast. I I love that uh, thought, for sure. Makes sense. Yep. Okay, next Bachelorette Power Rankings, AB. Or do you want to do your regular Power Rankings first? Uh, yeah. Let's hear them. Number four, Victoria. Number three, (laughs) Hannah Ann. Number two, Maddie Rim. It's wow. not over for those kids. What did you take out? Number Wait, one is number, blank. Yeah, number one is blank. Okay. I agree it's with that. It's the exact those. same. I think it's the same as last week. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah. I'm not even going to put that on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to give you my, here are my next Bachelorette Power Rankings. And I, I, I spent can't some wait time for this. How many you got? 15? Four. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spend as much time on it as I wanted okay. to. Number four, Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this a serious list? Well, you'll find out. Stay tuned. Number four is Carly Rae Jepsen, the most underrated uh, is she a fan female of the show pop artist of all time. No clue. No clue. I was just thinking of people I like. You could have just went with Demi Lovato, who has been linked no, to no, The Bachelor no, in no, the no, past. No, 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 no. I don't want to see that. These are my power rings. I want Carly Rae Jepsen. This is just who you want to see as The Bachelorette. This yeah, isn't not... who you think's going to be on The Bachelorette. No. Okay, well, that's that's my. that's something you need to say before you give the I... power rankings, because I thought you were giving us who you think is going to be the bachelorette tomato tomato do you have no that's completely <laughs> those are two completely different lists do you have a yeah. list of who you think's going to be the bachelorette also yeah kelsey okay <laughs> that's, that's that okay. that's not as fun okay give Here's me your four three. you'd want number four carly ray jepson okay number three actually number five Brittany from very cavallari okay don't know that's who that a good is. one for my very cavallari fans sure Number four, Carly Rae Jepsen. Number three, <laughs> number three, Madison. Okay. Number two, Hannah B. Hannah Brown. Okay. And number one, this is my personal, Katie Morton. No, no controversy, no drama. Coming off a heartbreak that we saw on TV. We did. Katie Morton, and I think she's almost twenty-eight. So. I would like that. I would like that. I would like that, too. I would like that, too. <laughs> I would like that, too. All right. Anyway, um, no updates on Batch Bracket because there's no rose ceremony because Peter uh, makes dumb decisions. Frenemies, new record for me, five out of nine, no money. Wow. AB, Bachelor Headline of the Week. What is it? Listen, I had a juicy one. I've decided to scrap it, Rim. It's too, <gasps> it's, it's too juicy. It's slanderous to one of the current contestants on the show. It's too much. I've decided to scrap it. I will just give you one of an article that I read that I suggest everyone else read. It's from Vox. How the Bachelor has been changed by Instagram influencers and social media. It's a very good article on Vox. uh, Worth checking out for any Bachelor fan. Not going to read the slander. Not going to do it, Rim. I'm going to pull myself out of the gutter. I was almost going (laughs) to... Dip my head in, full dive into the gutter, the dumpster. I'm not going I to. Know, hey, I know what it is. Is it who? I believe. I believe it. <laughs> is it from? Uh, what's her? no? I just know. The, I just know what it is. P- here's the thing. It's from Peter's after last ex? week. No. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Whoa. It's not about Peter. It's oh. Peter's ex who knows Victoria. It's about Victoria, folks. Oh yeah, but yeah. I'm not yeah, going to yeah. tell I you. I know what it is. I'm not going to yeah. tell you the details. You can find that find on it your yourself. Own. I wish I didn't know that. I'll put it that way. I had to take a shower after reading about that. (laughs) 
Okay. Um, lastly, second to lastly, new merch designs in the store by the time you hear this. Shout out to Zach, who designed some cool stuff. Thank you, Zach. We have one we think our Iowa listeners will really like. If you're a listener in Iowa, think you're going to like this t-shirt design. So, easiest way to get find out what it is, is go to RiminAB.com and click on the merch tab in the header, or the link in either of our social media profile bios at Podcasts. On Instagram or Twitter. AB, Refer Friend Month, almost over. It's been very successful. Um, Good month. Not just Julia's mom, but many others. Great month. Uh, Thanks to everyone who has referred their friends. We're eternally grateful. Any sentimentality coming out of AB before the end of this episode regarding that? uh, Rim, people are going to think. Month's over. I might as well not do it. The month's not over, over. folks. You You got a full week to refer friends. Well... You're wrong about that because it is February. Oh, you only uh, February is a short month. We should have done it for a short month. <laughs> for a yeah. friend month in March. <laughs> for a friend, we no, we needed it now. Uh, but silver lining, it's a leap year. A B. Well, we got an extra day. Twenty nine. Twenty nine on Saturday. You, still got, you got some time to refer a friend. Like Rim said, I, we'll be forever when grateful say, for you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, eternally grateful. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for caring. Thanks for sharing. Have a heavenly day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.